You go downtown to the pawn shop and get yourself a pistol. And then you make it back up on the scene where your loved one and your best friend are now together. You go right in and bust down the door and shoot him. You came <laughs> and bust down the door and shoot him. I was on board with this song until we got to the pawn shop with the gun and then shooting the person you're in love with that isn't loving you back. I was totally down with the song until then. This is the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. It is 6 o'clock. It is time for that to happen. Waiting for the throngs of comedians to float through the door. Throngs, throngs is the wrong word. We're definitely not gathering. But that said, uh, there's room for 11 comics. I, I think only two did pre-sign, so it's fine. It's not going to be a lot of us. Don't worry. It, we're not being dangerous. The wind is whipping about, so hopefully it'll keep all those corona particles away from our faces. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We're going to listen to some Wayward Blues Dave and company. Uh, David Brown, he used to play at Ireland's 32 back in the day when the world existed. (laughs) But things are weird. I had the best 4th of July, though. We had a really, really great time. It was Warhol Kaufman's seven-year anniversary of doing comedy, and we had a little show out at Dolores Park, and it was super, super fun. Everybody was distanced. We met a lot of fun new people, skateboarders, uh, our people, too. Skateboarding is not a crime, everybody. All right, um, until the comedians come through, we're going to listen to some David Brown. And thanks for being here. I have new material. We'll see if anybody comes. I've got jokes about witchcraft. <laughs> Keeping it real topical, aren't you, Pam? Like, really relatable. I wrote a new joke today that everybody liked very much on the internet which was, you know that you're old when you have to use your reading glasses to pack your bong. Yes, I had to do that today. Trying to find little pieces of weed and put them in the bong. I'm blind. I'm beer goggling myself, and I like it. I feel like I look better and better with age just because I can see less and less of myself in the mirror. (laughs) Okay, uh, again, shout out to David Brown.
dresses you
Dulcet tones of David Brown. Miss that guy. We're here at MutinyRadio.fm here in Dot SF at 278 121st Street at Florida Street. Just for comics, everyone's six feet apart. No problem there. Not a lot of comics here, which is also great because there's definitely social distancing. We've got Rachel Pinson, Will Brown, and Rob Edwards coming in. Also, on your host Pam Benjamin. We're going to do jokes. Yeah, yeah. We're bringing all the jokes to the folks, people. Uh, also, coming up at 8 o'clock, a new show here at Meet New Radio, Queen Unique. Excited about that. Excited about my new jokes. Uh, witchcraft. <laughs> clean jokes, clean, clean jokes, because every Friday at 7 o'clock, we're doing our outdoor show for the neighbors here at MutinyRadio.fm. Do not gather, but hey, stand out in the street and listen to clean comedy from all the comics here that you love at Mutiny Radio on Fridays. This Friday, we have Anthony Zaccaro on the bill. Very exciting, very funny, funny comic. Again, today, we have Rachel Pinson. Mister is here. He's going to be chirping in with his doggy dogness. Doggy dog. Uh, yeah, Snoop Doggy Dog says, Bitch, you got $2 donate to Mutiny Radio. <laughs> Come on, help us pay the rent here. And that's exciting for all the comics and people who get to use this space. Even during these crazy COVID times, what does it even mean? Go to our website, check out our GoFundMe, give some money, keep free speech alive here in the mission as long as we can. We have rent secured through the end of September now. But starting October 1st, the money's gone again. So please donate generously so that we can keep this place open. Yeah. We've got comedians in the house, in the hizzy. I'm super excited to get started. Again, we're listening to David Brown. We have Will Brown here. It's a brown, brown day, everybody. It's a it's a brown day. I cleaned out the cat litter box. It was a brown day for me, too. That's fun. Having... Uh, uh, brown brown lives all <laughs> no, I'm not allowed to say I'm what I am allowed to say is all sizes matter because clits are just tiny dicks and let's just say that all sizes matter let's rock out with our tiny cocks out ladies and remember that click clits are just the cutest of cocks that's right uh we got we got some big dicks in the room ready to swing those about 
make the laughter go in your face. <laughs> I had a good 4th of July. We had a fun time. On uh, 21st in Florida here on Florida Street, it was crazy fireworks for hours and hours and hours. The neighbors put on a better show than SeaWorld. It, they were just exploding all night. Had so much fun in the street. Our neighbor Brady, we hung out and uh, we were all sitting out watching the great fireworks here in this neighborhood. It was like competing fireworks on different streets. <laughs> we had a good time. Fireworks inside the studio as well. Yay. All right. Well, Rob's on his way. He'll walk in the door. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first for a really long time? Yay, Will Brown, yay! Here we go, everybody. Clap your hands together. It's Will Brown! I was getting into that, like, second of music there. All right. Um, all right. Well, yeah, it was a poppin' 4th of July, I'm going to say. I really tasted the fireworks. It, they were all around. It tasted like revolution, I think. I personally am ready for it. Um... Yeah, you know, I'm kind of a crafty guy. And when all this COVID and Black Lives Matter started going off, I was like, how can I make some money off of this? You know, I, and, you know, with the COVID, I was like, okay, I like to sew. I could make masks. I could do that. And then I'm just going to, like, take these leftover smallpox blankets from my grandma's trunk and cut them into strips and Betsy Ross them into some, you know, masks and put Black Lives Matter on them and, you know, make a turn a profit. Um, another idea I had specifically for comedians and bringing in my technology skills, which are, let me tell you, awesome. As I read off of my Google Doc on my phone, it's ridiculous. Uh, I thought of this app specifically for comedians that do stand up, you do like, open mics and stuff. It's called Canceled. So basically, we tap on that, you know, hashtag Me Too dude generation, and you know, you can uh, just you know tap on the app when you're at an open mic and you get a little stuck and then Louis CK is feeding you, you know, his like jokes he's been sitting on for the last two years. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Uh, and, you know, with COVID, I don't know how many people are still getting laid out there with COVID. It's not as easy as it used to be. Pam's managing to do it. I know. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it, it's not a cakewalk. I, I, it's not, it's not a cakewalk. I think it's a little bit more like musical chairs, but it's like some rickety ass chairs, like that they drag out, like the card table chairs your grandma makes you get out of the basement when it's Thanksgiving and you're setting up the kids table. So, you know, the music stops, like COVID music stops. What rickety ass chair are you sitting on? Stay there. Don't get up. It's not a comfortable chair but you're gonna have to stay there for six months to a year. <laughs> so I hope, I hope you found a good chair to sit on, or maybe you're left standing, I don't know. But um, let's see, what else? Oh yeah, so speaking of prop comedy, uh, I was literally gonna bring my mask up here that I was sewing earlier today. Uh, Henry can attest to it. Uh, but I, I was here Friday, and I know like uh, Pam was given one of her fake yays when somebody was doing some prop comedy, and it's really like a not yay. 
and it's kind of like Kanye, like no way, don't run for president, okay? <laughs> he, I mean, I was just like, when he announced that, I was like, you know, do it for the Republican primary. Go up against Trump and see how many votes you can siphon off from him, but don't pull a Ross Perot, Jill Stein maneuver, you know, like, Ugh, like how many votes did Jill Stein get away from Hillary Clinton back in, you know, four years ago that got us into this mess? Mm -hmm. And doesn't Stein mean something in German like like beer Stein or, you know, like a receptacle for stuff that you really shouldn't have? I don't know. There's a joke there somewhere. I'm still working on that one. This is the workshop, right? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, I don't know how much time I get. Uh, I could do something else, but um. Oh, the other thing about COVID sex <laughs> that I had forgot to say earlier. It would have made more sense if I put it a little bit earlier. But anyway, uh, you know, trying to have sex during COVID is kind of like when you're doing double dutch. There's like two people turning the ropes, and you're like leaning in. Lean, you're like trying to get the rhythm. You're gonna jump in there. And then like a third person shows up with another jump rope and you're just like, oh shit, like it used to just be like HIV, are you gonna wear a condom? No, okay, that's cool. And then now it's like, do you have a fever? Uh, have you had any symptoms in the last 14 days? Uh, how many people have you been letting into your house? Like, it's, do you have enough toilet paper? <laughs> it's a little difficult hooking up during COVID days. And it should be, you know, it's like sex should be a privilege, not a right, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think um, I'm just going <laughs> to shut up there because I could keep going for hours. I, I had a beer or two before I got here. It's tasty. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Will Brown. Put a beer in his stein. Yay. And two bucks in the donation. Yeah, yeah, we we can definitely we have all the time in the world to talk about jokes and do more jokes and all the joke jokes. Just find a microphone to give comments to. Bring it, better, the, um, better comedians. Come on. I really liked that line at the end, that cute right right joke. The uh, sex is a privilege, not an entitled right, right. And you could actually swing that into your um, right-leaning jokes like the political jokes if you're like right right <laughs> you know speaking of leaning way too far to the right <laughs> there's yes. what got us into this mess kind of thing awesome so that's a, that would be a cute little transition to move from one place to another i love you just talking i think that you're super funny and you're and you're 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 soft on the eyes you're not tough to look at so you could stay up Damn, there as long as you want can't. too bad i'm gay <laughs> No, hey, I can objectify all men. I don't care Please if you're do. <laughs> I don't care if you're gay or not. Good looking piece of man meat up there. I'm happy about it. Is <laughs> um, I uh, also enjoyed your poop jokes of last week. Any other any comments from the from the peanut gallery? They eat the peanuts out of my shit gallery. No, no, anybody? Oh. Anybody? Rachel, Rob, got anything to say? Come on, big Harry. tall drink of water coming in during the middle of that set, getting a little distracting. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the worst today. <laughs> I'm just gonna objectify all over the place. Um, yes, you're. I mean, you've got somewhere to go with those Stein jokes, because you can also go into all the Steins, like the Weinstein's or the Weinstein's. Oh hell yes, I was or, working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fill up the bathtub and something about that stein. Because he, but he had drink, drink the bath water from that gross stein. Or Epstein. You could also go into that. Epstein. That oh my guy. God. All the steins. All the, the steins. steins are fucking it up. Get it, the steins out of here. Yes, exactly. All the steins. <laughs> right? <laughs> All the all the steins, although the Eps, Epstein, Steen, Steenerstein, Steen. I don't know. Steenerstein is none of mine. Yeah, Get there we go. Ow. Steenerstein, none of mine, canceled. Mm. I also liked that. Um, that I think that was cute. The joke about the apps and the, getting Louis C.K.'s jokes, because all of that sort of cancel culture can go together, and you can keep tagging back and forth. But I liked that the app where you get to use Louis C.K.'s jokes that he can't use because <laughs> he doesn't get to go out <laughs> or whatever. It's funny stuff. Uh, any other comments? Comments, comments, comments. No, cool. Uh, clap your hands wildly for Will Brown. Yay! Thank you. Yay! 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 And then yay! Uh, hey, Rob, you can do as much time as you want because we're just—it's just us chickens. So, everybody, clap your hands wildly for your next comedian. It's Rob Edwards. Yay! happening uh, word so how many of y'all been doing zoom shows you you done any I did two you done any pam uh, a couple but i hate them i hate them too they're awful <laughs> yeah I, d- I gotta do like three in like is it august or some shit for some comedy festival thing i hate them man it's just it's unnatural like trying to be funny in the room that i watch porn in is is <laughs> It's weird. It's unnatural. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been hard, man, because, you know, it's COVID shit and all everything going on. I ain't been getting enough sex. It's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you know, and I wanted to go to the protest, but it's like, it's just it's too many girls around. Like, you know, like, it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, get people to read what's on my shirt or whatever sign I'm holding when I have a massive erection. It's not, it's, it, nobody can focus on what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's like, you know how hard it is to fight for justice when you're playing hide the erection? It's not, it's not easy, you know? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not horny now. Cool. Yeah. I, uh, what else? What else? Uh, you know, um, they keep bringing up uh, black on black crime whenever we try to fight for shit, which is weird because I'm more afraid of white shooters for me. You know, for me, because I mean, I, I've been around, I've been in the hood and been around niggas. Niggas are predictable. I, you know, I can see when it's coming. If you see gang signs, if you see somebody's shoes get stepped on, you know what I mean? You can see it coming, right? White shooters is, is unpredictable, man. Like, like that garlic festival shooting, that shit was crazy. Like, I didn't even know white people were having a festival for garlic. I didn't even know, I didn't know when y'all started doing that. Let alone why somebody would be so upset that they would shoot it up. Was he a vampire? What the fuck? Why would you, Dracula with an AK-47, what is going on? Uh, I got anything else. Nobody's looking. I already did that. 
Uh, I did this one already. Uh, so growing up, uh, one of my favorite rappers was Juel Santana. Yeah. And he had an album called I'm Back Like Cooked Crack, which always confused me because I was under the impression that all crack was cooked, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it got me thinking, like, what if the Food Network put on, like, a trap kitchen show? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, but they are always yelling at each other. You know what I mean? This is too, they sensationalize it. You know, like, too much baking soda. You know what I mean? Like, you know, cooking crack used to be so relaxing. Now they're just commercializing it and just taking it to a dark place. Uh, anything else I want to work on? Oh, I've never done this one. Uh, so, you know, language fascinates me, right? Like slang and everything, right? You know how people say, like, we, we got beef? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we got a problem. You know what I mean? Like, when did beef become the meat of problems? You know, why did we, why did we choose that one? What's, I don't know the history behind it, you know? Because cows seem pretty relaxed to me. Chickens will attack you for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I think that's all I got, Pam, all the new shit. Rob Edwards! You can run old shit, too. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you want it, we can all do as many jokes as everybody wants to do. That was, that was really funny. That opening with the Zoom thing and the... It's, it'll be great for your Zoom shows that you feel uncomfortable where you watch porn. That's really, really funny. Uh, all that stuff. I laughed really hard at a, a lot of it. Um, Rachel, you got anything? No, to, to talk to, to Rob about his new jokes. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, all the stuff with the, the, the big dicks, the, the stuff about being at a protest and the erection, it's super funny. With the basketball shorts. <laughs> I mean, that's your choice to wear sweatpants. That's, that's all on you. But <laughs> maybe you could throw that in something about this, the sweatpants. Like, it was my choice to wear sweatpants to the... <laughs> to the to the to the protest, but um, oh, the British baking crack, yeah, yeah, that whole cooking show crack is cooked, all that stuff is commercialized. That's all super funny. <laughs> British baking show lower temperature because they because they work on uh, Celsius instead of. Instead of Fahrenheit, they 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 cook it at 100 degrees Celsius or something. So it technically is a lower temperature, even though it's the same temperature. But I don't know how to cook crack either. So I wish, geez, I wish I did. That might kind of sautéing it. <laughs> Light sauté. It's hard to, hard to do a baked one. Do you have um um any? I was thinking because of your old material. With especially with the sex stuff, had you, this is like your prime time because I remember your joke about how you don't like to have a girlfriend between Christmas and oh, and well, um, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day, and then COVID's kind of fucked your shit up because this is supposed to be like your this is this supposed is to be your time. time. This, this is the this is the time where you like hunt for pussy or whatever, <laughs> and you and and there's no like you've got your bow and arrow or whatever, and you uh, can't. There's no there's no big yeah. game to be found. After after that whole Cupid thing. Uh, yay, everybody clap your hands wildly for Rob Edwards. Yay! Yay! 
And just so everybody knows, too, there's um, an open mic tonight in Alameda on the island out there at the baseball diamond. Where yeah, it's it's sign ups at six thirty, but it starts at seven, and it goes last last week we left here at like seven fifteen and got there in time, and it's fine because there's this group of like young skateboarding girls that hang out and watch this show every week, so they were there last week at least. It was a lot of fun. They just keep coming back because they live in Alameda. What else do they have to do? Uh, you're <laughs> right. And it's so safe. It was so safe in Alameda that they were just leaving their bikes around without bike locks on them. I'm like, what is this magical island where you can just leave your shit anywhere and nobody takes it? It's like, what is this magical place? All right, put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Rachel Pinson. <laughs> I like that you're playing Rob Brown. He's such a good guy. He gave me a banjo. He gave you, I told him the story about how my banjo was stolen by a bunch of Canadians. Like you, you think that they're so nice, you know, that they're really just banjo thieves, all of them, you know. Fuck Canada. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was just that one guy. He sucks. Uh, Mutiny is a safe place for women. As we see here, the only people that get harassed are men. So, like, I feel fine up here. Like, I know I'm not. Uh, you were talking about having a, an erection and people not taking you seriously and they won't read what your sign says or what you have to say. That's how I felt ever since I grew double D's, man. Like, nobody's been paying attention. I like to say whatever I want. I'm thinking, like, COVID romance, you know, like, ooh, if I see you, wash your hands real good, maybe I'll let you touch my face. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, I go through this, I don't know if there's a punchline here, but I go through this thing with my mask where, like, I have to adjust it and then my... Glasses fog up, I'm sure. And then I end up touching my face way more, and I'm like, I think this is worse. I don't know. I don't know. Um, It was 4th of July, right? Last weekend or something. (laughs) Does anyone remember that? Um, uh, (laughs) I wrote this song um, when I was a teenager. I I think it's really fitting for these times. Sing along if you know the words. I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free to sell all the food stamps Trump's government gave to me and I nod out every day. Really where are my kids at? Where are my kids at? Betty May, I told you we'll get your Mountain Dew mouth fixed when Daddy Trump gives our stimulus check. <laughs> We named her Betty May because May was the month she was conceived, and Betty's the name of her daddy's wife. <laughs> Ever since I got pregnant, I just keep craving whiskey, and it ain't helping me quit smoking, you know? <laughs> I'm just exploiting my Appalachian white trash heritage. I, um, <laughs> I have a, yeah, West Virginia. Um, I think I have a a, like a daddy um, issues like daddy issues you too but I think it goes further than that I think I have like 
granddaddy issues, like great, great, granddaddy, like great, great, great. Like I really just want all of my ancestors to be ashamed of who I am and what I do every day, you know? That might be a joke someday. I don't know. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Oh. Um, so uh, last time when Jim Perez was here, she was like, tell that poem. And I forgot to say it to her. So I don't, I doubt she's listening. But uh, I'm going to recite a poem for you all. Okay. It's okay to be a whore because that's what antibiotics are for. And if you already have H. IV, then you don't have to worry about getting it from me. <laughs> Sex is the gift that keeps our species living, and herpes is that gift that's a yearly giving. Come here, baby, you and me. Let's start that orgy under a tree. You don't have to worry about having a baby by me because the chlamydia done rotted my ovaries. <laughs> and by the end of the week, I know you won't forget about me because my love for you will hurt every time that you pee. It's okay to be a whore because that's what Planned Parenthood is for. And if you already have HPV, don't worry, you're just a carrier for me. <laughs> anyway, that was, <laughs> I just felt poetic today. <laughs> I thought I would share those words with you. That uh, poem is sponsored by Planned Parenthood. You can get free testing, COVID testing at Planned Parenthood. Uh, that's just uh, information. That's not, <laughs> that's not a joke. I just feel like I've said all my jokes here already <laughs> so many times. COVID, everyone's like stock up on toilet paper. Like you need more toilet paper. Like you're going to run out. Everyone's going to run out and all the toilet paper's off the shelves. But no one prepared me for how quickly I was going to go through batteries, you know. <laughs> Lonely. I want to like uh, loot a CVS and put toilet paper back on the shelves because that's what the people need, you know. Uh, strong closer. All right, I'm done. Rachel Benson, everyone. Yay. I love that new character when you just do the voice and exploit your Appalachian roots. I think it's hilarious, that whole thing with the... Because you just throw... I mean, I've heard you use some of those lines in other places, but when you string them all together, they're just <laughs> super, super funny. Yeah. So, yeah, you're that 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 accent is is working for you. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> and I know we're just fucking around. We're all just being comfortable because there's only a couple of us here. But like this, the relaxed nature of how you're throwing your stuff out there. It's great. You're super comfortable. And yeah, it comes from thing. like years and years of making fun of everyone around me, I think. And, well, and that poem <laughs> is that poem is hilarious. So kudos yeah, I, on that. I play it as a song. <laughs> I've done it at the 16th Street BART Station uh, Poetry Circle, and there was, like, so many cheers. And afterwards, this guy was like, I want to shake your hand, but not after you said that. And I was like, <laughs> there's the desired reaction. <laughs> like, <laughs> leave me alone. It's fine. Like, <laughs> Get your hands out of it. I thought that when you were doing that and that romance thing about touching your face, that was really sweet and poignant and funny. Because romance and touching your face. I thought it was going to be, the, the misdirect for me was I thought it was going to be a finger bang joke. And then it was, <laughs> and then it was y your face. And that I thought that was sweet. And that was like the twist of it was less dirty, which I appreciated. Because usually the twist is more yeah, dirty. Yeah, I thought of that on the way over here. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That makes you want to, it's, it's romantic. Also, oh yeah, the other thing is, uh, 
COVID chivalry. Like, if you open the door for someone, you really care about them. Nobody wants to touch door handles right now. No, that's true. That's absolutely true. <laughs> no one wants you to don't, don't touch anything. Uh, cool. Hey, well, uh, if, if there are any other comments, you guys want to clap wildly for Rachel Pinson? Yay! 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 And then yay! Now let's really infect this microphone. I'm kidding. I don't think I have it. I don't know who has it. I don't know what's going on. I don't have any idea. I have no symptoms or anything. The other day, I, it's turning me into a hypochondriac. I had a little bit of a scratchy throat and the tiniest, like, nose drippy stuff, like, for two hours the other day. And I was like, I, I must have it. And then I was like, but I've been smoking so many more cigarettes and so much more weed and drinking so much more alcohol than normal because of these COVID times. Then I'm like, no, I'm just drunk. Like, there's... <laughs> I don't know, it's hard to tell what's, uh, what's real and what's not real anymore. Yay, the fireworks were real. Did everybody like their 4th of July? Did you have a good time? I was a full moon, things were crazy. Like, it was a crazy day of like, I forgot how fun Dolores Park is. Like, I'm an adult now, so I don't go do that anymore. But <laughs> I went to Dolores Park and you can meet boys in Dolores Park. Did you know that? <laughs> is that, is that the, what the purpose of Dolores Park always was? I just forgot about it. Thanks, San Francisco. That's, it's been a lot of, it's a lot of fun here. Uh, I had my first abortion in 1995. Uh, it was 25 years ago, and I really only have one regret about that abortion, uh, and that it's I I didn't keep the kid because I could be fucking all of his friends right now. I could be fucking. All of his 25-year-old friends. What was I doing? That was dumb. Why did I have that abortion? Uh, comedians have been telling me that I have kind of like resting mom face and that they don't want to fuck their moms. And I'm like, what about your stepmom? It's a new trope in porn, I've heard. So my question is, are the women in porn real stepmoms or just really good actresses? I think they're just really good actresses. I don't know, they all the guys seem to be into this 45 year old lady stuff. <laughs> so old. No, it's okay, I'm not, I'm not. It's fine, I don't look old. I can still do my, this is what I, this is my new trailer trick I've been practicing. Let's see, I just in here and go. Oops, I almost caught it. Usually I can catch it. Yay, caught it, yay, catch it. Don't catch the herpes, <laughs> it's the, you know, it's one of those things, how cute a guy is is like inversely proportionate to if you wanna catch HPV from him. <laughs> like, <laughs> if they're cute, like, I'll catch HPV from that guy, hell yeah. Tall drink of water over there, catch HPV from you. Uh, <laughs> it's, I'm 45, I've never had an STD. I, well, that's not true, I got my first STD when I got married uh, and that's sexually transmitted debt. That's what I got. It's the only STD I've ever had. <laughs> sexually transmitted debt. You get that when you're married. Yay. That's exactly what happens. People keep asking me, like, Ooh, don't you ever want to get married again? And I say, no. The only reason to get married is if you have money. Like, people with money, and they get married to someone with money, yes, you need to have. I'm too poor. If I got married, actually, I'd lose my food stamps. So it just it's not even... 
Why would I even do that? What would be the point? Sell me into a contract with a guy. This is exciting. Somebody left this here and it says, Pam, come sailing with me. Current number, 415-595-9748. I have no idea who this person is, <laughs> but I do like sailing. Is this, is, this, is this the way people hit in each other in COVID now? They just like leave notes. It's like high school again. I love it. He wrote current number. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't have any idea what this is or who that person is. It's exciting, though. Getting the, should I call him right now on, on yeah, like on, on the air? Like, hey, Janelle? J I have no idea who that person is. It does, um, COVID actually does feel a lot like high school. I've been on these Zoom calls. I don't do Zoom like shows because fucking what's the point? But I'm, I've been doing these Zoom calls where people just call in and it's kind of like a happy hour, but they're all comedians. And uh, it's like high school. Everyone's creating all this drama and no one's met each other in real life. And people have started messaging me on the outside and they're like, well, what'd you think about that happened last night? And who did this and that? And I was like, do you know each other in real life? And this girl's like, no. And I just wrote down like, Bwahaha, grow the fuck up. Zoom is not real. It's not real life. Either is Facebook. Oh, I mean cyberbullied on this Zoom call. Then turn off the call. No one's forcing you to be here right now. Unplug the fucking machine. You I'm being victimized. You're victimizing yourself right now. Turn off the computer, you dumb bitch. <laughs> like, I don't like to use the word bitch, but please. I mean, seriously, some people, I'm like, you deserve to be bullied. That's, sorry, that's a, that's a Journey Roberts joke. They, some people deserve to be bullied. It's not real, everybody. I mean, either is, is COVID real? It's real. Like, some people, this is the thing, though. It's this disease that 98% of people can have it and nothing happens, but 2% get it and they die and they're all freaked out. And I'm like... Don't people die in the world anyways? Like, what is this? Like, I'm suddenly realizing that I have existential dread about dying. I've been facing this forever. I was like a fucking poetry major. Of course I've been afraid of my own death. Dumb, stupid. I'm going to die now. You're over 60. You're probably going to die, like, sooner rather than later. All this new medicine, and they're like, I'm going to stay alive forever. No, you're not. I don't care how much money you have. You don't get to stay alive forever. I kind of thought that maybe this was a CIA plot to kill all the old people so that we wouldn't ever have to pay them the Social Security, right? And then, so if all the old people die because of COVID, then we don't have to pay them Social Security. And then our government goes, oops, we don't have any money left because we gave it all to you for COVID. Does that seem like a conspiracy that could be real? I just, I just, I just make things up in my head. It's fine. It might or might, it's not funny yet. It's going to be. Uh, here's the thing that's been irking my bean uh i'm pissed off about uh witchcraft i mean i love witchcraft and i think it's important and i think intention is uh, beautiful and i'm a witch in the city and i was thinking about it like where are all the sitcoms about witches in the city every sitcom about witches has been in the suburbs right like look at bewitched 
Well, well, Charmed, though, they said it was in San Francisco, but the house was really somewhere in L.A., and they're still sort of in the suburbs, and they're using the witchcraft for dumb shit. Like, Bewitched, she has all the power in the whole world, and she's like, no, I want to be a housewife in the suburbs and be in the kitchen. Like, Darren's got that big D. Like, it's so big. Like, you're a witch. You could make a dude have any size dick you want, and you're like, this is the one I'm sacrificing everything for this guy? Get rid of all my powers for this guy you could make a guy the, the one at the same time was i dream of genie and that one i get because she kind of was you know a slave she was a, she was she was in a bottle and then she was owned by the guy and then she did things for him that i understand but the bewitched i don't get and then sabrina the teenage witch again all the power in the world and what does she want to do pass her fucking science test like really oh this boy doesn't like me enough like you're a witch. You could do anything. I just feel like it's undermining feminism, which these these witchcraft shows. And then like Shannon Doherty, right? Ian Charm, she couldn't fix her wonky eyes or her terrible personality. Like she's a witch. You could do anything. Shannon Doherty can't fix that. No, I, I'm a I'm a witch. Uh, don't eat. This is very funny. I I. I imbue witchcraft into my food. Everyone should be a little bit careful. If you ever eat any of my food, it probably has witchcraft in it, and I probably will be trying to manipulate you. Uh, let me <laughs> manipulate. See, it's those words. Let me do this new tag, and then I'll be done. So I do my joke about, like, all the words, you know, like women, and when you have your period, you menstruate. <laughs> menstruate, you, one thing you can't do, and you put your name on it. Menstruate. <laughs> And like uh, when you have sex for the first time, you break your hymen. Hi, men. Hi. I can have sex with all of you now. I understand uh, menopause because I'm going through it, and men are pausing on me. They're like, she is older than I thought. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on over there? You know, the, the one thing, the one thing you give us, right? The one prefix, herpes. <laughs> you give us herpes. You know, and just because I have a little herpes on my face and I decide to hate fuck my ex-boyfriend, then you call me manipulative. <laughs> oh, am I manipulative? I didn't do that. I've never hate fucked my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> herpes on my lips. Herpes simplex one and two, same herpes. Just location, location, location. I live in the tenderloin, so I don't really care about location. Oh. <laughs> okay, thanks for laughing at my jokes. Yay, me. <clears throat> Well, I was fucking around. Does anybody want to say anything about anything? anything? I was just talking. Oh, I'm in Dora. Oh. That's true. Dora and Train. So that was the funny thing about that show, too, is that it was supposed to be a lightly veiled story of interracial relationships. That was the whole impetus for the show is that they were trying to thinly veil like mixed marriages, but they just did it with witchcraft and white people <laughs> because those things just go together, I guess. I don't know. But um, yeah, so learning, I, thanks Wikipedia. I learned all kinds of things this week about witchcraft. <laughs> Great. Um, cool. All right. Um, well, if anybody wants to go in and talk like and just do a regular podcast, we can do that. Unless anyone wants to come up and do old jokes or whatever, because we're chilling. Yeah, anybody? Clap. You're gonna any, you're gonna go over to Alameda. You gonna no? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's too far to go. So it's a long way. I mean, it's not. Who knows? 
It's six bucks, though. You got to cross that fucking bridge, man. It's expensive. It ain't free. I think the bridge should be free, actually. I think that all things like that should be, like, open now that because of COVID. Who's got money to... Anyway. Okay. Yay! Yay. Um, okay, I'll put some David Brown on again, and uh, we'll see if anybody wants to hang around. And do a little time podcast in here, because I'm hanging out till 8 when we have a new show coming in, and I'll be training him, so. Rachel's having a smoke. I just smoked a little bowl. We're going to be back with some more. Um, just fucking podcasting, whatever. Uh, talking on Mutiny Radio, because we can do that. Yay. Oh, you know, you know you've got nothing. You've got nothing left to lose. Rachel Pinson of Always Free Podcast. That's Tuesdays from 4 to 6. Thanks, Will. Uh, Will Brown, really funny guy. He's going to be on this Friday's show at 7 o'clock, the Friday outdoor show, and that's exciting. He's a good neighbor and a funny guy. And I've asked Rob Edwards to be on it, but he says he cannot work clean. (laughs) He says he cannot work clean. Mr. can work clean, but uh, Rob cannot. He has to talk about slang in the big D. But I guess you can. 
you can uh, do that because uh, if you say slang in the big D, what are you really saying, you know? I got the big D from yeah, my XB. Clean comedy to me is so weird because you can talk about porn and pegging. You, but you can't peg an ass. You can only peg a butt. You, you could, yeah. You can peg a tushy, a tushy. and it's clean. What about a derriere? Is that? Derriere is also clean. Could, yeah. You can say you uh, get that get that derriere. Oh, you know what I learned from the kids? I learned the new terminology. If you um, got a little bit on the weekend, you say buns. I got some fresh buns. They uh, said that now. I got some fresh buns. buns. And then one of the boys said to the other boy, he said, oh, you got buns? Were they fresh? And he goes, nah, they weren't so fresh. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. buns. He, he was like, yeah, I got buns. And they were like, were they fresh? And he said, not so fresh. Buns. And I was like, moldy oh, buns. I got moldy. You got moldy buns. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that was cute. The kids. Hey, moldy buns is how you make LSD. So really? <laughs> what? Yeah, the ergot, the, the. Uh, LSD was created because of moldy bread. What? Yeah. How is that? I like learn something new every day. Yeah. I love acid. That's great. Mm-hmm. Never done acid. Oh, good for you. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is that good or bad? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't have it. I watched a. It was something on Netflix about acid. I watched a. I forgot what it was called, but seems like it would be a good experience just to do once. I guess. Or see if you like it. Yeah. I've done it hundreds of times. Uh, the thing is, after you've done it, like. A bunch, a bunch of times, it starts to diminish, and it's like, you know, how many doors of perception can you open and walk through? It's like yeah. once you've done enough acid, it's like, well, I've been there. Yep, the trees were talking to me, and they were waving. It's and like smoking crack. Maybe I've never smoked crack. Smoke like cocaine. The first time you smoke crack is the best time. And then I thought uh, you're chasing it. I ch- yeah, From what sure. I hear, right? I, I, I was crack. like, I never seen nobody suck dick for acid. So I was like, what are you <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. It's subject on acid, but things get weird. It's like a bubblegum garbage party. <laughs> like, What's bubble going on? What's happening with this? Yeah, that's what happens at Burning Man when you try to suck dick on the playa. Mm. <laughs> bubblegum garbage. What is Burning Man? What is Burning Man? Burning Man is um, it's adult summer camp for rich white people, and uh. um, it's like a week out of the year. It's not they canceled it this year because of COVID, but it's a week. Over uh, more, not Memorial Day, Labor Day weekend, and it started in Baker Beach in the '90s, and then they moved it to Black Rock City, which is about 90 miles northeast of Reno, and it becomes the fourth biggest city in Nevada for a week, and everybody brings in and takes out what they bring, and it used to be more of like a radical self-reliance and this cool thing where money didn't exchange hands, but now it's sort of become a corporate money grab like everything else does you know it's like uh people set up giant art installations and a lot of them get burned and like there's a the man they like build a giant man and they burn him so it's white people setting things on fire yes (laughs) that's yes being artistic and then setting things on fire and changing their whole life structure to facilitate burning man like people who are burners like who are they identify as a burner that's like their life like they they like all year long, do their fucking tech job, and uh, on the weekend they work on their art car, or they're working on some big project with other people, and it's like becomes their whole thing. And it's, I mean, and I did it for years, but if I had fifteen hundred dollars, I'm gonna go to Australia or Greece or fifteen hundred dollars. That's about how much it costs now it's to like do Burning five, Man. It's like five hundred dollars for the ticket alone. For the ticket. 
Yeah. yeah but and then transportation yeah, and then all the stuff you have to buy and I bring. I got lucky because I worked cleanup and got a free ticket my first time. So, But it's still getting out there, getting back, all your food, like – even if you are on DPW and you work for Burning Man, you still have you still incur costs. So that's true. You I mean, it's you. it's expensive, but it's like um yeah, it's like it's like summer camp for rich white San Franciscans. Oh, well, that's yeah. nice. It used to it, it didn't start that way. It started as like a you you everything's ephemeral. You make a bunch of art and then you destroy it. And you where better to destroy it than like the beach or the desert or somewhere where it's not gonna, I don't know affect other people <laughs> yeah well and they used to be like they used to go out they used there to be about and, the art well and they but it used to be about the, the the absolute freedom they used to go out there and just like shoot guns in the air and just not give a fuck but yeah, that they was fourth of jupaya too and they canceled right. that also they do that well, everybody's canceling everything <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go anywhere they do that. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean everything's been i i talked to a comedian online today about the comedy festival and he's like, oh, so when are you going to have submissions for that open again? And I'm like, I don't, it's next March, but I don't even know if I can have it. I love like, my Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 shirt because it's probably one of the only Comedy Festival 2020 shirts out there. <laughs> it's like a relic. It's like all the shit closed down right after the festival. Yeah. Oh, and if man. I didn't get COVID through that, I don't know if I will. Well, like all <laughs> sharing these mics with people from all over the country. Yeah. It's absolutely true. Yeah, it, it's funny all of the weird little like people we met that I feel like I'm friends with now that I met at the festival this year, and even that um, one of our young boys went back east and hung out with a, one of them. They sent me a fucking picture and messenger. I'm like motherfuckers, <laughs> giving me FOMO. Uh, but no, they sent me a picture, and I was like, oh look, you two are having fun together. But it's like people that just met and like now, I don't know. It's like we created this weird little friend group. From all over yeah. the United States, whatever. Awesome. Fun. I got put on a Zoom show because of it. Yeah, <laughs> that was my first one, and I was like, "This is weird." So I just used like a dildo as a microphone, <laughs> as a sight gag, you know. But it's, and then like did crowd work for people who weren't there because mm -hmm. if I'm like, I'm, if I'm gonna pretend, I'm really gonna pretend. Yeah. You know? And then the guy that came on next to me pulled out a bigger dildo. He had a <laughs> up show me. <laughs> yeah. Typical men, you know. Like, Why would oh, he have a big bigger one. dildo? Is he size queen? <laughs> I don't know, but it was huge. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that kind and of. And he must have just had it laying around, you know. And it was like, uh, and then like when I got like it was it was pretty funny. People are into butt play now. And then I did one like open mic because uh, I love Tony Sparks, and he asked me to do it, and oh, I was like, good. okay, Tony. That's the Thursday one. Yeah, I did like one and. Uh, I was like, that's enough. <laughs> I think I got my Zoom uh, fix. It's not like inspiring. Like when I go do open mics it's depressing. in front of real people and like bounce ideas and like think of new stuff, you know, it's like I, I'm not getting that through like staring at a screen. The thing that's hard for me on those Zoom things is I end up, I get tripped out by looking at myself. Like I don't know how to look at the people because of the way my phone works or whatever. So I I get tripped out at seeing myself performing and then I'm like watching myself and then that's weird. I can't get over the concept of watching myself while I'm doing the set. Yeah. It's kind of a like the one when I did mine it was kind of a lag kind of between that and the laugh and fucked up my timing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they'd at laugh and I was laughter. like, yeah, they laugh and I, but I didn't know what they were laughing at. So it didn't help me. Right. 
Exactly. <laughs> uh, like, I guess you got to pause after you say everything. But like, Zoom comedy is something, but it's not stand up. You know, it's like not stand up yeah. comedy. It's something on its own. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm, just, I've seen people do creative things with it, like that know how to use the Zoom platform with like, like backgrounds and slideshows and like, interactive stuff like that. But I don't, I don't, I don't do any of that. So it's just, I feel like I'm talking to myself, but other people are listening somewhere else. Sure. Like, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work for me either. And and I'm I'm actually kind of glad no one's really no one's knocking down my door asking me to do Zoom shows. So I'm like, okay, sweet. <laughs> like, yeah. It's fine. I wasn't going to do anymore, but then it's like this, I guess the Burbank Comedy Festival or whatever, and they got to do do three shows on Zoom for them, which sucks. How much did you pay to apply for that? I didn't. Uh, They had like a, um, is that Rooster Teeth Feathers? They were supposed to have a competition I was supposed to go to. Oh. Then I just, they were just like, send a video, send them a video, and then they hit me up. Sweet. Good. One cool thing about the Zoom comedy that uh, my friend in Colorado was doing was she was able to hit them all day across, like, she'd start on the East Coast, and then that was over, so then she would go to, like, Central Time, then Mountain Time, and then, like, would do Zoom shows all day in different time zones. Wow. And it's, like, I guess it's cool for, like, networking, maybe, like, with a comedian, but it's just, like... I feel like you could get in contact with people across the country, I guess. Yeah. That you normally wouldn't, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've just been doing that on the social calls that I've been on. You learn a lot about yourself when you microdose MDMA and get on a Zoom call with people in Jersey. <laughs> you learn a lot about the deep recesses of your mind and what fucked up things lurk in there. Because they, yeah. those New Jersey folk, they don't give a fuck. Like, they are so... I, I realize hanging, hanging out with them in a non-real place, like a Zoom call, that... They have totally different boundaries than we do. And they don't get, quote unquote, triggered like we do over here. They just, they say, they've been, they are so, there's some racist shit. And everyone just sort of lets it go. Yeah, East East Coast is kind of different. It's, yeah. And the misogyny is fun. I mean, but I can, I'm like, I get it. They're all they're all in Jersey. That's a Jersey thing. That's the just, hatred it's here is way more passive aggressive. Right. And there yeah. people are way more upfront and blunt about yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Everyone yeah. pretends to be woke. They're Boston, like, places like that. They mm. just say whatever the fuck they're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a I got a fetish for Boston people because they they do. They say whatever the fuck they want. And they don't give a fuck. No, they don't. Yeah. And they have those cute accents. I wish Pack I had a cat. cute accent. Mm. Pack the can not have it. Yeah. And who did I meet? But Larry <laughs> Bird. I go to the car. <laughs> My favorite movie is The Departed. Departed. <laughs> the Departed. Well, yeah. Shout out to Kevin Quigley out there. Just Hopefully he's gonna move here soon. Pronounce their It's like the closest that, um, like Boston accent is like the old English accent, mm. kind of like because that was like a big, like English colony, and it just kind of like stuck. And I was like listening to this podcast about language and accents. And apparently, the Boston accent today is more like what the English accent used to be. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. Like English, like From, in, in yeah. England? Like That's how they used to talk like that? Like Mayflower yeah. shit. The Mayflower. Yeah, when they came Mayflower. over or whatever. Oh, I want bars to back be back open again. I miss my job. I never thought I'd miss my job this much. Like... 
I never thought. My I, dog misses you having that job too. I know. I miss my beef he jerky. Misses, he misses his his little hamburger. I miss my taquitos. <laughs> I miss making. I miss making food. I do. At home, it's just not the same. Oh, hi, nice doggy. You're so sweet, mister. You're so sweet. You do you think Ireland's would let us do a comedy out on their patio since they have one? I don't one see now? why not, but we don't have that Nathan in anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the owner likes Oh, he comedy. dipped, right? Yeah, Nathan moved to L.A. already, and he already met, like, all the right people, and he got to be a plus one at the Comedy Central barbecue on Saturday. <laughs> I know. How did he do that? How That's did he crazy. do that, mister? How did he meet all the right people already? He's going to forget about us. He's going to... Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hi. That's a cool Spider-Man shirt. That's great. It's, um, Doom? Oh, it's De- Doom. Oh, yeah. oh, right. It's Death. Death. Dead. Deadpool. Dead. It's Deadpool. I was, I was twice their age, but I worked at a game nerd convention. It's badass. Cthulhu. Oh, <laughs> never trust those strippers. Don't give strip. no. Yeah, you can't ever trust those strippers. And how long? She probably didn't even Deadpool. wear it very long before she took it off. Mm. Yeah. That's lovely. Uh, when she left it hanging on the couch and I got scolded for losing the clothes in the Next thing I knew, she was gone on the couch. Oh. <laughs> you can't ever trust anyone at an orgy now, can you? Especially <laughs> now. You'll get the COVID. It's not what it used to be. Oh, I see. Yes. No. You have to have less than 10 people at every orgy. orgy. They have to get their uh, temperatures checked right, before sure. they come in the door. Yeah. And you got to make sure you thoroughly wash your hands. Yeah. Used to cover yeah, people. Yeah, less than 10. Less than 10. Than 10. Well, you never... <laughs> you never want to have... Yeah. <laughs> You never want to have, have condoms an, and plastic gloves. It's a whole yeah, and mm. lots of loop. There, you never want to have an even number of people at an orgy. You always want to have an odd number. Uh, Why I is think that? Because right. you don't want people to couple up. Well, there's always that. that, oh, that, you that, that odd I've seen. But right, you want it. You always want to have a rogue <laughs> Not <my> agent. Experience. <laughs> really, I, I've always <laughs> at all my at all the orgies I've been at. It's I've I've always uh, been the odd. Like, the odd uh, hey, you want this? Oh, yeah, switch. You, you, can, you can smoke in here. You can you can spark it up. Oh shit! The shatter. We love that stuff. Oh my God! That's what the weed. That's some good shit. That's what the weed does. Oh, what's that in boss? Yeah, odd odd yeah. number of people at orgies. I think is usually the right way to go. The at the clown porn orgy I was invited to. <laughs> well, that um, doesn't sound sexy at all. Oh well, in a, they did exactly what you think they did with balloons. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> exactly everything that's in your head right now, a hundred percent true. But at the at the clown orgy, I was the I was the seventeenth person invited. So there were two. Seventeen. Seventeen. So there were two houseboats. Not one houseboat. I was yeah. So it was. So you were the. I was the ro- I was the rogue agent. They actually they called me up and they said, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" And you I was like, I, "I'm not doing." Oh yeah, absolutely. I was like, "I I don't. What do you? What am I doing this weekend?" They said, "All the only thing you'll need is a bathing suit and a towel. Everything else is optional." And I was like, "All right." And they're like, "We'll, we'll have you return to your house in 72 hours." I was like, "Okay, let's do that." So they pick me up. I have no idea where I'm going, and they drive me out to the the Delta, and we're on these houseboats. So there's one houseboat with eight people, and there's one houseboat that I'm on with nine people. 
I have a quick question. Yeah. Was it yeah, please was it just you or did you have a plus one? No, I didn't have a plus one. I was the plus one. Basically oh, was I was the, uh, I was the rogue I was the rogue agent. Oh. So I get there and the first night and they all love karaoke and only the first one night they all love karaoke. Yeah, there were two There's houseboats. There's one thing I know about orgies, they the, all love the, karaoke. I've yeah. never been to the Delta. Two in the Delta and it was super fun and we tethered together every night so you could jump from houseboat to houseboat. And the first night was like karaoke. Oh, it was just we. It was oh, so you could jump from houseboat to houseboat if you wanted. It was they were jump. pretty short. Yeah, so that you could you could walk from thing to thing, and they were but they were they were crazy. So the first time, the first night, everybody was doing GHB, but I was like, I'm not into this GHB things. I'd been drinking, and you're not allowed to drink into GHB. And then this one houseboat sort of became the orgy thing, and I was on the other boat, and I was like, what is going on over there? And they're like, you didn't know these, this is the clown porn group, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's what's going on here. Mm. So the next night, we're talking about all these things, clown. and I decide. Are they actually dressed as? Yes, clown? they're actually dressed as clown with houseboat. makeup. Yes. Okay. Mm. And they were making videos. It's a whole world. So it was a whole. It was a whole world. So are you an extra in clown porn video somewhere? Yeah, probably. So, uh, so the next night so I take the GHB, which I don't know if you know about GHB. It's like yeah, the um, rape drugs. It's the, what yeah, it's. River Right, because you can, if you have alcohol with it, you can like pass out. It's very dangerous. But you're only supposed to take little bits. So the people that make it like put it in an act bottle. Remember those squeezy things, and it's about this much. And then you take it, just basically like a capful. But one capful of it, well, act like the stuff you used to rinse your mouth out with. But um, a capful of it makes it like you had six beers. No, no joke. So it's really great if you're like an anorexic and you like to get drunk because there's no calories in it. But um, (laughs) so you take this little, little capful. Yeah, super comfy, but it makes you super light horny too. It's weird it stuff. Sounds like quaaludes. Ever do quaaludes? It does sound like quaaludes. I had very, very brief clumsy experience. <laughs> but yeah, they make you horny egg Make you? Over. I'm all over. Exactly. Yeah. So, I take the GHB. I'm having a good time. We're all singing karaoke. I take some more GHB. The one houseboat all kind of goes over to this houseboat, and everybody just starts getting naked and stuff, and everyone starts negotiating. That Do was they the thing. Their clown makeup on. Yes, some of them did. Some oh, of them weren't wearing clown makeup. I'm sure but, some of that makeup was smudged. Oh, so much smudging, <laughs> all over like weird parts of people's bodies. But there was all this negotiation <laughs> stuff that happened. <laughs> but it wasn't just like an orgy broke out. It was like there was this negotiation of. Who's going to do what and who's allowed to do what to whom and how this is all going to go down. And it was it was really empowering, actually, to be a part of it and be like, here's my boundaries. And I put like my boundaries out there. I was like, this is what I'll do. This is what I won't do. I don't want any dicks inside me unless I decide that that's what's happening right now. I don't want any dicks anywhere near any of that yet right well so it was consent so like basically i didn't want anybody shoving any dicks in my mouth like just without me even just like all of a sudden whoa there's a dick in my mouth like that wasn't gonna be something because i mean i've watched porn and i mean that happens sometimes so it's like oh now you have a dick in your mouth and so i would yeah exactly and so but i made i made about what i realized that weekend that i like i liked the whole flogging thing there was someone with a a leather flogger i liked it a lot giving or receiving receiving um, so there was a flogging thing, and it was a leather strappy strap that was a bunch of. Di- they had a couple different ones, and that I was into. And it wasn't like they were beating me with it or anything. They were kind like of like massage. lightly. They were like yeah. lightly slapping my you know Jeez. girly parts with it. It was great. Mm-hmm. And then this is the crazy part. So I never, 
my ex-husband never went down on me. Um, not because he was black, but because he just didn't ever do that. No, I don't want to perpetuate the stereotype. It was just our, it was just our relationship. It isn't all, a lot of people say that black guys don't go down on people or whatever, but it's just a stereotype. It's just a stereotype. And I, I know I just, in our, in my marriage, there was something that we just, we didn't do. Oh, I'm, I'm high. Thank you. Um, but so I've never, I'd never really had very much experience with oral sex just because I've been receiving. But there was a girl, and she was like, I can show you what this is about. And I was like, all right, let's do that. And so a girl went down on me, and I came so fast. <laughs> like, so fast. Like, a minute and 45 seconds, maybe? Like, maybe. And I was like, oh, my God, is that what it's about? And so it was during this, like, Orgy with porn clowns that I realized <laughs> that this was on that the houseboat. House yeah. So like I, I so much about Pam right now. Right. Well, I just didn't know. I didn't know what all that. I just I was always like, uh, oral sex. I don't know. I mean, I obviously have performed it a lot, but I just hadn't had it performed on me. So I have another question. So you were married. Were both? Were you and your husband both like super Christiany, like? We both came from really Christiany backgrounds. Yes. What's a what's a where you put it? Like prude. A, yes, we were both prude. total prudes. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so, but you were blowing him though. Oh, that was blowing him. Yeah, I was blowing so him all the time. So you were Christian enough, not Christian enough to blow him, but too Christian to get okay. It's, it's, get I know it's it's, it's weird. weird. What dom- denomination it's is that? Presbyterian. Uh. Well, also there was a lot of shame, like and be and the whole like, oh, I smell weird, and there's a shame thing with my vaginal parts. But my first marriage. Um, that was he was the first guy I had sex with. So I mean, and I was with him for thirteen years. Mm. So I didn't know. I mean, I, I just Pam. I was super prude. Young Pam experience. Yeah. Life. Pam, yes. May I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never really gotten into getting a blowjob. Like I'm sitting there passively. I'm not part of the action, making either one of us come. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I only want and. Like licking pussy, but I've only once ever heard honestly from a woman the same thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm looking at the ceiling. This guy's licking me down there, whatever. It, well, it was it was hard mm-hmm. to get into it because I was so um, in my who's head. Oh, whoever. I don't know who's listening. I don't know. But it's some people in Turkey and Greece. Yeah, sure, sure. People listen to joke workshop. People in Greece, in Turkey. No, no. Those are my always. Yeah, Turkish snow cone, baby. I think I get. Yeah, well, also, also, there was a thing. I didn't like people to go down on me because herpes simplex one and two are the same herpes. It's just location, location, location. And I was so, her her herpes. And I was concerned for a long time that, like, I don't want to get things on my hoo-ha. Like, I literally have never Mm -hmm. had an STD. And I'm really, really proud of that. And, like, you know, I don't, I don't want. I just don't want that. So I've always really avoided oral sex. Um, but we'll, I don't know. It's a new world. I did anal. That's what I was trying to save my first marriage. I tried, I did try anal with my husband. I was trying to save, save our marriage. Didn't, didn't work. Anal didn't save the marriage. Did not save the marriage. Yeah. No transportation of anything scary. It was fine. And he had seen it as like oral is like a way for me to be able to stay emotionally distant and not get attached. Huh. So I always felt no like eye contact. 
I no, no, I just mean like you know, like the the, the flutters and butterfly lovey stuff. You know, like it can hold. Like if it's not someone. Wait, if you're giving well, it, so it feels. That's a, yeah. Yeah. That's a nice, so yeah. you give it so that you don't feel anything for the guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that I don't want to feel something for someone, but you know, if I, it's just like a like a new thing, you know what I mean? Like, sure. I just feel like it's well, less, no, less invasive. It's, it's less emotionally like less invasive. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't yeah, know. That makes sense. I don't know. But I think it's more intimate if a guy goes down on me. I would rather, like, I yeah. have to, if, 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 if I'm with a new, if I'm with a new partner, there's no way I'm going to let him go down on me. There's no way. It would take months, possibly years for that to happen. Huh. Honestly, because I'll just, I'm like, I don't, because like, it's a trust thing for me. A, with the, you know, the stuff from my girly parts and be like, I'm like, it's a super trust thing. Like you're going to, you're going to get all up inside my biz. Like, whoa, that's whoa. Okay. Oh, I don't know. It's too much for me. It's too intimate. Yeah. It's good to know. It where is your in a way are. more intimate, huh? I think it is. But, and that, I was like, yeah, just Whatever stick it in. Whatever makes you feel safe and comfortable, you know? Right. That's yeah. what's sexy. Right. Yeah, from well, a different time, Pam, kids out here just eating ass all <laughs> willy-nilly. Licking right, kids just right. licking buttholes. <laughs> well, and, and I, you know, I lost my sense of taste and smell in April 2019, <laughs> so now's the time and, to start eating ass. Start eating some ass. Yeah, I know. Like, I hear everybody's into it. All the young kids are, mm-hmm. all the, well, you know, put me I, on the. They, it's pretty much always the same little star. Vaginas can be all different shapes and sizes. Or so I have read. Or so I have read. Or so I have read. I mean, I'd I'd consider, you know, if I'd consider licking a butthole to try to impress a new partner, but um, I'd consider it. But I definitely, I wouldn't get down there unless we'd like taken a shower together first. Yeah, like that's standard. I, feel like. yeah, I mean, is that pretty standard? I don't, mean, don't, I don't, don't come in from outside and just get right in there. That is <laughs> yeah. Just jump right in. No, don't don't do that. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that that would be um, too kosher. Trust, too yeah. trusting. Too trusting. Yeah. Point? Like, whoa, what are you on? Right, can I can I bring it to the other extreme? Guys, yeah, yeah. Guys who say, oh, <laughs> is this being recorded? Yeah. Is this mic open? I never liked that senator. <laughs> I met him in the men's room in the Minneapolis airport. <laughs> he gave lousy head. Anyway, where were we? From the other. Oh, jeez, I lost my point. Um, intimate. It, yeah. Okay. So from the opposite extreme, guys who are like, I just have to get my dick in her vagina, are like, I don't know. She smells funny. It tastes funny. I, they I don't stop, think that I way. Stop okay. Doing it. I'm huh. like, hey, I'm on a mission down here. You know? uh, I, I made the commitment. Uh. She let me move down here with enough saliva. I'm not gonna taste or smell anything. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I mean, huh. interesting perspective. Hey, everybody's, everybody's, everybody's got to take care of themselves, bro. Right, and everybody, yeah, everybody has what they like. You gotta, and gotta clean it up. Clean up the crash site. Stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, and that was the funny thing about with being in the Delta with the porn clowns is that we weren't, we were all like in that gross Delta water and like we were all kind of smelly and dirty. I was actually thinking about Delta water. Delta water. Oh, it's murky. It is murky. Uh, What what was that, Rachel? Yes. Uh, On 4th of July, you said something about like hooking up with an ex, you know, getting like, because it's like safe. 
And yeah. I was just thinking, safe D, safe D first. Safe D first, safe yeah. D first. You get <laughs> that big D. <laughs> you get that big D like from your ex B. <laughs> so I don't act so scary. <laughs> it's not important that he ain't got rent. Cause I like the way his dick's bent. It's hot dirty P. Those are my new those hot are my new lyrics <laughs> from Hot Dirty P. But he's nice. early. Uh yeah, it's easier to go back I, I to paying the rent this <laughs> month. I, I, well, by playing the rent in my downstairs apartment, that's for sure. No, it's um, it's easier to go back to an ex-boyfriend who's familiar <laughs> with the crash site than go out and find new. And who was doing the joke? You were saying about during COVID. It's like impossible to. And Will Brown too was saying it. Like, it's like a game of musical chairs. You sit on a chair. You got to sit there for six months to a year. Like, there's no. I guess the oh. the promiscuity of of San Francisco's past is now. Put what bars can you go scam guys at? You know, like. Yeah. If you think of these two ideas, either you're sitting at home alone and going crazy, or the people you're at home with. Yeah. Right. I thought that too. Die from suicide, domestic violence, heart attacks. Nervous conditions about their finances. Yeah, I sure. Have a joke People about that. Attitude out there in the streets, and hey, I was letting you go first. Like, fuck you, asshole. Yeah, people are getting. I mean, I don't know when's. I don't know when things are going to open up, and I don't know when things are going to get back to normal. And I don't know if this was a huge overplot to keep us separated from one another. Like, what is the? What do they gain from keeping us separate? Like. Everything? Social distance. Right. Well, will we ever look back and laugh at how, what, paradoxical that it was? Well, and does it, uh, it's a social distancing actually help? Like, I guess you can't cough more than 10 to six feet or, I mean, or and that's the worst. Once every five minutes. No more, no more orgies. Who's the vector? Like, well, and that's the thing too. There's. That's the new game. Who's the vector? Who's the vector? Vector. <laughs> who's the vector? Come who's the, the vector, Victor? There's the new, um, the Israelis just came out with a, blow test um it's a breathalyzer basically that can a breathalyzer, a breathalyzer for for well for covid it it can detect covid in under a minute and the israelis came up with it it just came out like today awesome. or something and so they're going to be using these i guess at all of the airports but it, it determines whether you have covid or not which is crazy it's crazy for me to think that people can have it and show no symptoms at all yep. that's like so then what's wrong what's so bad about it if yeah. if so many well, that's people the problem is if you don't know you have it you could give it to somebody sick. who's who give it yeah. to somebody who's gonna get super sick yeah because yeah. not everybody gets super sick it's just like that's why i started wearing a mask i realized none of us well but so but the I thing is like know. who's I mean, super it might not be i'm gonna get it it might be i could give it to someone well i just don't know who's i haven't seen anybody i don't I haven't seen anybody, and I don't know anybody who's gotten super sick. Or third I know a few, two or three people. Who, well, I didn't like know them, but two or three people who died. Oh, you did? Yeah, my family. Oh, knows. shit. Not my family, but they know people who oh, died. Oh, okay. Yeah, High school so. friend's older brother and his girlfriend, they actually live here in San Francisco or in Aspen, Colorado. They got it and in Aspen? They may have brought it from here, but he was on the ventilator when they brought him to a lower altitude. Whoa. Um, what's the other town in Colorado? Springs, something. Oh, Colorado sure. Springs? Manitou Springs. 
Anyway, well, it's it was like lower, yeah, lower, to the sure. Front range, and the entire time they were doing Bonnie Love, the ventilator was keeping the baby. Oh my 100%. god, hundred percent. And that's yeah. it's like, yeah, I heard this through email. Sure, but it took me a long time. Well, to so start it's putting this thing on. And like, I mean, in San Francisco, the numbers are so low, and it's like, did we do a great job, or is everyone just really healthy here? District is the most exponential. Well, also because the San Francisco General is right there, yeah. so that only makes well, sense. I was, I thought they shut everything down to let the hospitals get ready they had for. Shut down the methadone. Oh yeah. That's what I thought. I thought they were just like, oh, we got to get ventilators and shit and get ready, and then I thought they were just gonna open shit up after that. But I don't know what. Yeah, when what the plan is. more equipped. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on. I, I think I've been getting too relaxed though. I was like kind of cautious about it, wearing masks and stuff and. I'm just getting too comfortable again. You I'm know? the opposite. Like, yeah. I'm not I'm so cynical at the beginning <laughs> and cracking the dark and shit. I'm not wearing a mask until it coordinates with my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've been I've been and literally coordinating my it's coming true. Oh, I've been coordinating my masks with my outfits. I've been picking specific outfits because of my mask no, and like uh, trying the exact to, opposite thing to to wear it. It's like maybe I, I stopped caring what I look like years ago. Mm. Right. I just, yeah, I just sure. want it to be. I just want it to be over. I want things to go back to normal. I want people to come to Mutiny Radio I think again. We're past I that, though. Comedy. Normal. I mean, will it ever be the same? Yeah, or I is say, every... I don't know what normal is gonna look like. But are we thinking anymore. like, well, every new disease now we're freaked out about, or are we gonna go get to go back to living and our lives? A, or don't get a what's it called inoculation. Uh, you know, oh, like, I'm not gonna get any. I've, since I I've been. Out of my parents' house, except for one trip to Asia, I have vaccine. A vaccine. I'm not going to get any fucking vaccine for this. Vaccine. I trust my own antibodies. Right. I I trust that my body's going to keep it out of my body. And if you keep, and if I get it, maybe it's time for me to go. Like I'm fine with that, honestly. Like, whatever. I'm going to die of something. If it is it going to be COVID? Is it going to be cancer? Is it going to be my kidney stones? Like, what's going to kill me? I. If Something. one billion people die from this, there'll still be six billion people have to pick up yeah. pieces and revive. It's them. like <laughs> anti-humanism. Okay. Save the world, the kill yourself. Might be a little better. Yeah. People got it. I just people got to die of something. I just don't understand why the bird flu wasn't a big. De- Everyone's like the swine flu was kind of a deal, but not a deal. The bird flu was a deal, but it's not a deal. AIDS Ebola. was a thing, but not a thing. I, but I this, this, we're really scared Ebola, of. Ebola, yeah. I think that what it is is like now that people are on social media all the time and we can spread ideas faster because yeah. i remember like the sars outbreak and i was only exposed to it if the television was on uh, you know i only knew about it happening like because your verbs there. because like of the metaphors the uh you know like if the if the television was on i would see people wearing masks and stuff but there wasn't like a mass panic but people weren't like spreading articles as quickly and sure. like like we have now. <laughs> yeah. There was spreading no- <laughs> rumors, not the disease itself, but the rumors. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. The information. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's my theory. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's my theory. I'm sticking to it. So, are you still? You're still essential. You're still working, Rob. Uh, here and there, I'm on call. Oh, you're on call. Shit breaks. I go fix it. Okay. And Rachel's Shame. essential. Thanks. This is your moment. No, it's all good. Rachel, you're, a, you're essential. Yeah, I guess so. You're an essential She's an essential I'm worker. I'm an IPM specialist. Yeah. 
at a company called Triples. Triples. I'm not. I like I'm to not say essential. it that way because it makes it sound like I'm like a techie or something, but I just grow weed. But I'm the IPM specialist. IPM specialist. And weed is essential. Weed is go. essential. Absolutely. And IPM stands for intermittent pest management. The mm. hardest thing about my job is getting all the rats to wear their masks. Come <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <gasps> Put them on, little rats. Come on. <laughs> Who do you think you masks. are? These tiny, tiny, tiny little masks. What is tiny, tiny rat masks. Today? It said something about something in China or something about Black Plague or something. They found a case of it. Oh, good. Like, the Black Plague is back. Yeah. Oh, something the they're like looking plague. for. If they, anybody see dead rats, let us know or some shit like that. Oh, wow. wow. Don't eat the rats. Don't rats eat the rats. Don't eat the rats. You'll get the, the Black bats, Plague. The Could rats. you imagine if the plague. See, now that's something I would get scared of. If the plague came back, I'd be like, okay, this is fucking real. Yeah, I, what, I wonder what it was like uh, during the times when we were really battling tuberculosis and didn't have a cure yet. Uh, people would just die. People in still front die of, you. of tuberculosis today, just a lot, a lot mostly in other countries because we have vaccines for it here. And, yeah, but get your TB test, baby. Like all those tuberculosis wards that were emptied, and now they're like people are like they're haunted, you know. Sure. Like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I wonder what it was like for them. Was it like this? Was it similar, just without the technology we have and the it's like? It's probably worse. They're probably just hiding and people just dying in front of each other. Mm. The consumption. 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 Some uh some of the uh colonies during the cons- during the consumption scare thought it was vampires. Like there was a bunch of like uh yeah like a. In New England, you know, sure. so they would like dig up these dead bodies that died of consumption, and they would see their stomachs were extended, and their hairs got longer, and their and their nails were longer. But that just happens during rigor mortis. But they were like vampires; these people are still alive, and they're coming at night, and that's what's making us sick. Wow! And they would dig up these dead bodies and kill them, and in some cases, it they would eat the heart of the sick person, mm. like to try to like not get tuberculosis, but they didn't know it was tuberculosis. Sure. Wow. Well, you know, they, acting on vampire, super, are, superstition. That's a real American vampire story. Yeah, Fuck, yeah. Yeah. Fuck uh, American Horror Story. They fucked that one up, man. They made their vampires all about a hotel and Lady Gaga. Yeah, like, Lady Gaga. a real American vampire story. Like, yeah. Kind of dove into the history. That Lady Gaga one um, was just a vehicle to see 180% side boob all the time. They just covered her with pasties and they were like, these are Lady Gaga's tits. Here's under boob. Here's side boob. Did you get 180% boob? Hmm. Go for it. Like, look at it. It was all, that whole thing was just a big music video for her tits. Yeah, they made. I hate it when people make vampires sexy. I'm like, it's supposed to be scary. It's yeah. supposed to be like we romanticize those things. Ugh, it's gross. like, yeah, <laughs> no one likes periods, but everyone likes blood porn like fucking vampire <laughs> blood porn come on everybody <laughs> well not everybody well not, the I'm great well there was a show there was a show called blood or something like that on hbo yeah, that I'm was sure about a lot of people are into it that was like vampire blood porn yeah i don't know i, don't, I didn't yeah watch it. i think i remember that being a thing <laughs> everybody's in people into weird shit yeah well and now and everyone's alone that's why yeah. I masturbate to alone. We should yeah. have a show where we romanticize zombies. Oh. Like people have this forbidden love. Like they don't want to go near the zombies because yeah. they know they'll get it, but they just can't help it because their zombies are so sexy. Yeah, I was no, getting finger banged by this. No zombies have stamina. I was getting, I was getting <laughs> yeah. finger banged by this zon- zombie and his, uh, his hand broke off in my vagina. 
<laughs> it kept going, didn't so, it? Yeah, it, it just I never kept came going. so hard in my life. Yeah, talk about talk <laughs> about being fisted. I just walk around that with was, it. Just, yeah. just leave it in there and walk around just with it. Just leave it in. Just left it, left like, it right in there. We have safe sex with my zombie. I put a muzzle on him. <laughs> he can't bite me. Right, it's absolutely safe. Well, when he when he when he lost his hand in my vagina, he just stuck his wrist in my in my butthole, so that was fine. So you know, you get, you it go. just double teamed from the same zombie. It's really the way that worked. Yeah. I always think about this, like. I guess it depends on what movie you're watching or what book, like what canon you want to follow. But can you get, can you turn into a zombie if you have sex with a zombie? If they don't bite you, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say in both zombie mythology of fast zombies and slow zombies, I'm going to say as long as they don't ejaculate inside you, Mm. that it's okay. Because isn't it when they bite you, it's that their spit that gets on you and turns you into like when they bite you, it's the saliva in their mouth, I would think, that would turn you into a zombie, too, that would be turn your skin necrotic. Mm. And so if you're not making out with them and if none of their bodily fluids get literally inside you, so if they don't ejaculate, then you're fine with your zombie. Just don't kiss. What about don't, don't make your zombies Okay, what don't about zombie to... vaginal fluid and what about the dynamics between whether the woman is a zombie or whether the man is a zombie? That's a really good question. Or is it safer for two men zombies? Is it's probably lesbian s- zombie sex safer? No, I and think I'm not talking like inter, inter lesbian uh, zombies are probably inter What would you call that? Like right, like intergenre. Yeah. Intergenre porn, <laughs> like you know, like in if the one's zombie a zombie, world, one's yeah. not, you know. So I think that if one's, if a woman is a zombie, then and you fuck her, you're definitely a zombie now. Because if you stick your normal dick inside a zombie vagina, uh, yeah, then done. on your dick is her. Yeah, I think zombie that if fluids. you're uncircumcised, you're more likely to to catch it, right? Oh, if you wear, you know, condom. Maybe because <laughs> if you wear a condom, you gotta fuck with a condom, and yeah, a condom, you fuck a girl zombie. zombie that's the only way to stay safe. No making out, yeah. and you really gotta wear a condom. Yeah, no raw dog in a zombie. No raw dog in a zombie <laughs> does not work. Unless you fall in love and you're like, I just want to be a zombie like you. Right. You know. And then that's, but then that's a choice. There's a consent a based. Consent. There's a consent based zombie. How do zombies give consent? Yeah, that's a good question. Can they? Can they? Because you can manipulate them so easily. That's true. By like dangling, you know, like oh, yeah. If you give me what I what I want, I'll let give you these brains. Yeah. Hey. All right. Yeah. Our next show is. Can we were just discussing zombie human sex, and if you, we've we've decided that if you have sex with a girl with any zombie you have to wear a condom otherwise you will become a zombie yeah i think what do you think you figured out you want to wait you want to weigh in on the zombie the the zombie porn if you because the same thing if you have sex with if you have sex with a vampire as long as they don't bite you Hmm. all's all's well romanticize vampires all the time why not when do zombies get a turn yeah and werewolves so i werewolves yes yeah if you have sex with a werewolf, they're probably going to bite you because they're a dog or a wolf. They're probably going to maul you, maybe eat you, and fuck your dead body. Well, Whoa. only when the moon is out, though. <laughs> only when the moon's out. Ah. So, so, like, you know the full moon is coming, and you like, you're like, yeah. put me away, put me away. Yeah. I'm sure that's been done in a werewolf movie. Yeah. Where, I mean, I guess if you chained up your werewolf, 
and put a muzzle on them, ostensibly you could have sex with them while they were a werewolf. If that was something that you were after, so like maybe their grow. dick like, grows back too. to the muzzle thing, like right, you'd have to use doggy muzzle, and then you, like you have your human muzzle for your zombie, and you have your werewolf muzzle. Yeah, <laughs> be able to like at the end of Shaun of the Dead, where he's still he's still friends with his still his friends, friend, right? Playing GTA his, downstairs, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and he seems to be happy. Just playing video games all day, Which being is a zombie. Of, oh, that's such a brilliant movie. Because really, he was like a zombie the whole time because he never really left the couch. He just played video games all day. Yeah. And like now he's a zombie, but he still never leaves the couch it's and just plays video games all day. He's like so meta. Essentially the same guy. So meta. I just put that together. Man, every time I think about that movie, something more <laughs> pops up. Yeah, it's just like, it's, it's so the mirror of, of our lives through zombie metaphor. Yeah, it's going to... I hey, what's gonna happen? Is it gonna be like, oh, you've had COVID, you have to like wear a silly bracelet, and only people who've had COVID can have sex with people who've had COVID, <laughs> or like you don't want to pass yeah, the antibodies man. or something happened? I don't know. Spend all this time dodging herpes just to worry about COVID. <laughs> right, all that I've spent so many years dodging that bullet, and now, oh my God, it's like a machine gun. Yeah. Well, it's like, I guess people like sometimes spit in each other's mouths. That's not going to happen anymore. That's like the most dangerous activity that you could have in a porn now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. damn. Can you, but is COVID, COVID is only passed through saliva or is it passed through bodily fluids too? Like, can you, is it like AIDS? Can you, can you shoot? Does your jizz have covid in it i think they said it doesn't i think they said it doesn't get covid though like it's it's actually aids is one of the hardest stds to catch i guess because you have to have like broken like broken up skin well but did you know that if you eat chips you have hundreds of tiny micro abrasions in your mouth Mm -hmm. so if you eat chips and then give a bj a beach you can get it you can get it in your mouth because you have tons of you have hundreds of tiny abrasions in your mouth after you eat chips. Mm. I know. I never. I didn't even know. My mom didn't let me go to sex ed when I was in high school because we were so Christian. And so she wrote a note and I never had to get I never had to get those units in high school. They just sort of like <laughs> didn't make me go to health class. So I didn't know two things until I was 25. One, I didn't know that you have to have to you have to pee every time after sex. I didn't know about that. Because I was like, why am I, I was married. And I'm like, why am I getting UTIs constantly? Like, why do I constantly have to drink cranberry juice and I peeing hurts all the time? And I just didn't know you're supposed to pee after sex, one. And then the second thing, I didn't know that you could get HIV from a blowjob. I never knew that. I always thought that that was like the safest activity. And then I found out like, oh my God, not, no. So, <laughs> my mom thanks, did the mom. opposite. She found out I was sexually active as a teenager and made me take an extra STD class. So I got the one in school, and she made me go to the health department where my stepmom worked and like sit through this class. It was, it was. I learned a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. That's where that poem, that poem that I was. <laughs> yeah, chlamydia <laughs> is not earlier. a flower. That's the, the stuff that I learned. <laughs> it's not a flower. No. Ch- chlamydia is not a flower. Uh, was a. Uh, a big billboard I'm like, somewhere. I t- I'm like telling other people about it. They're like, this is gross. I don't want to know this. I'm like, but it's important. But you it's should important. Know you should know. Um, my <laughs> best friend's a dermatologist. And when she was in uh, medical school, she was in Utah. And uh, she would, 
I'd be at her house skiing and stuff like that. And she'd be like, Pam, 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 you want to come see some of the grossest things you've ever seen? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so we'd go through the slides of genitals that she'd have to look at and she'd have to identify what the STD was, just like visual sight alone. And she'd be like, look at this dick. <laughs> and I'm oh, like man. weird shit on it. She'd be like, what do you think that is? I'm like, I, I don't syphilis. I'm just <laughs> guessing. I just but, remembered in sex ed class, there's a, they showed us a picture of a dick with herpes. And one guy goes, what's wrong with his dick? And another guy goes, he has herpes. He goes, no, but like, what's wrong with it? It looks different. And another guy goes, oh, he's uncircumcised. <laughs> like, he was learning so much. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I remember when, so I'd never seen an uncircumcised dick. I didn't even know they existed because I'd never watched porn. And I remember when um, I was in college and I saw my first uncircumcised dick and I was like flabbergasted. I was just like so curious. Like what? How? What is happening? What do you do? What? Is, wow. <laughs> like I just didn't even know that that existed at all. So it was eye-opening. Time before dick pics. Well, I've never been sent a dick pic either, and it was the time before. I didn't have a cell phone until 1997. Yeah. I mean, and I was out of college in 96, so. Yeah, I just didn't know. I didn't I have see a theory dick. about dick pics. Yeah, what's your what's theory? theory? Like, maybe we need, the reason y'all don't like them is because they're not uh, professionally photographed. Mm. You know, maybe you get professional dick pic takers to, you know, get, get a, dick, a dick portrait, you know, and, you know, maybe they'd appreciate it more. I've never seen a dick pic, but that's just my theory, you know. You know, this sounds like I, I a whole new um, economy that people. It's a it's it's a whole new product that no one's invested in yet, and and this might be the time. Professional dick shots, like glamour shots, yeah. from the malls with girls that were like they in junior they do high. But Burning Man actually, they have a genital wow portrait place. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I think it's not it's not that people like. <clears throat> It's not that people really hate dick pics. I think that it's just like a lot of people don't like unsolicited dick, dick pics. pics. Like, like, whoa, yeah. this, I don't even know you and you're shooting your dick out of nowhere. But, you know, yeah. if it's just like someone that you really love and they're like, look, and you're like, oh, that's, that's sweet. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, and I had a bit about this. I was like, girls hate, <laughs> well, in my, girls hate dick pics. They tell me, but then they stare mm -hmm. at dudes dicks through their sweatpants which is you know yes. Like, yes. yeah so yes it's, we do yeah, i do i do all the time yeah so it's it's kind of crazy you know like maybe it's just the mystery the mystery that's what i was the, saying yeah. the abstract art you know sure yeah well it's i mean maybe it's the cu Your curiosity curiosity and uh for me definitely menopause because yeah. my eggs are sort of coming out every other month or every three months now and so whenever the eggs decide to escape my uh, ovaries then they're just they sort of spit them out now haphazard like Bleh. but all of these hormones come and they're like this is the last egg this is one of the last ones you better get it you better get that big D girl uh, go get it go check it out see it mm -hmm. did you like it get it well, I want it get it and it's not me it's the little egg and it's just they just keep getting louder and louder as they are sort of being spit up until it just spits dust which I'm so excited for like, I can't wait. It's fun now. Like, getting my period every other month or every three months is pretty great. But then the worst thing is I have no idea. I have no idea when it's coming except that I maybe get hornier. <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, where's the 
it. Like I've never, I've never like been a cock gobbler, you know. But now I sort of understand the term where it's like, all right, okay. <laughs> I'm objectifying men like crazy. It is. I mean, right? It's feminism. We're allowed to do this. We're finally allowed to. Although it's it's hard when you get called out for being like a Weinstein. They're like, you're going to Weinstein me. I'm like, no, I'm going to Mitzi Shore you. I'm going <laughs> to. You're going to like it. <laughs> and I'm going to give you stage time. Shut up. Mitzi <laughs> <Yeah>. Shore. <laughs> Work for that stage time. Yeah. You got to get that. Woo. I'm sorry. I've been objectifying men. I, I, the internet is a fantastic place. Did you know that you can go, you can like troll people? I just learned about this looking and trolling people and nobody knows. Does anybody know if you've been stalking their page? Is there a way to see? Is there a way to see if people have been, like, I don't care if people have been looking at my stuff. I just don't want to think. On what? On Facebook. Uh, is there a way for people to see who's been like obsessively stalking their page? If you well, don't, I, I think like, like so until you're scrolling down and you accidentally like something from like years ago and you're like, oh shit, backpedal, backpedal. Back pedal. Back pedal. Yeah. Yeah. I was deep in that. Well, I think like when you go on somebody else's page, they get a notice like, hey, do you know this person? Oh no. Oh yeah, like who you might know. Who you might know. know. Oh no. Yeah. I, think I went that. deep today. I went deep and weird. <laughs> I went, I was looking at people's <laughs> I mean, I'm like, is your mom hot uh yeah actually she's pretty hot <laughs> yeah. i mean normal times that wouldn't happen but we got all the time in the world now so you just creep all on people well, that's why people freely put out that information just go down a rabbit hole like, you know people are gonna look at it it's like why would you get upset if you're like Oh, this public information I put up about myself, somebody read. Somebody and went through. At. Right. Okay. I'm not going to worry about it then. But it could get, I didn't, and I didn't, I didn't like anything errantly that could be later fucking woof. I was, I got high, I got real high this morning and I was like, let's see how far we can, let's see how much we can learn. <laughs> One game I like to play is like, look, like click on someone's profile picture and then instead of looking right to see the, like, that, like click left and see their first ever photo and just oh. see like how they've changed because I, I know a lot of like street kids and travelers and shit and they have like face tats and like dreads and then you go left and then they're like like baby faced oh, and like yeah. and teenagers and stuff and it's like huh yeah. interesting transition I saw I saw a video mm -hmm. of someone when they were in high school and they were still a silly little jerk to everybody mm. <laughs> I was like this is from, whoa, okay, too deep. <laughs> okay, well, this has been fun. Thanks, for everybody, for coming to Joke Workshop. I'm really excited. Uh, we have a new show at the station starting at 8 o'clock. It is Queen Unique, and it's going to be super exciting. Thanks, Rachel Pinson, for being here. Thank you, Rob Edwards. And Will Brown, who was here earlier. This has been a lot of fun. We learned a lot about zombie fucking. And uh, hey, we hypothesized, for sure. We have a new breaker. A new breaker. Yay, new breaker. Hey, Rachel, tell everybody about your show tomorrow before we leave. Uh, tomorrow from 4 to 6, the Always Free podcast. It's a rainbow gathering themed <laughs> podcast where I archive old, old hip story, old hippie history. And because we can't go, we can't gather. Well, people are anyway, but. I like to talk about it, and people call in, and, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's a very niche market. Through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Anti-Trump is the antivirus or antibody to the Trump virus. We're a global alliance of humans standing up against the Trump brand. Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old... He was a 70-year-old babbling Nimrod. How bad could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. The Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. We are a leaderless and without the most basic health care systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go to antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's antitrump.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Uh what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, move that bitch, move that bitch. And, uh. And uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm just not, I'm not moving it, you know? I've arrived, why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys.
from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastics books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitative. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> yeah.